Hey, Hoagie's Garage, take two. Yep, back at her again. Absolutely. Central Line Girls won today. Now I get to go to Des Moines on Friday. Possibly Saturday. Maybe I'll have to, we'll have to see while the schedule plans. I didn't say nothing to Ann yet, but maybe we'll have to call Pella Slick. <laughs> see, yeah. see if he wants to get together for dinner or something Maybe you sometime. should go see Tasker's shop and see if he got my stickers. Tasker Phillips. That's in Pleasantville. Sure. I don't know how don't close know that is to Des Moines, <laughs> but I don't think it's too far. I don't know. I don't know. know. Oh, I don't know how so. much time I'll have. Depends if they if they win Friday, they don't have as much time. But it, hey, uh, the museum, the Hall of Fame is open. Yeah, true. You know, true. so took the yeah. wife there last year, yeah. but they got new stuff again. Yeah. So yeah. But Anyways, we come yeah, here to talk hey, podcasts. But Siouxland Conference has been rocking it down yep, there. They've been just, doing just to give them a big plug. I, uh, what did I see? Shannon uh, posted uh, Siouxland Conference is like two hundred and forty-six to the opponents, hundred and ten oh, yeah, or something they, like that. They've been horrible games to watch. Yeah, I mean they're good for good us, but they're, they're horrible games Sioux to watch. Center for kick me. butt, Sibley, Ochin yep. kick butt, and Central Line kick butt. So I think they all won by thirty, yeah, or more. So, yeah. but congrats to them. Kick butt, get to a championship. I think it'd be great to see yep. Central Lion, Sibley. Sibley so, has a tough one. Sibley plays Dyke New Hartford. Yep. So they're going to have to play a really good one. game because they're the two-time defending champs. So Yeah, but getting back to the podcast, yeah. we have Brant O'Banion. Um, you know, he's done a lot of 360 stuff. He's done a lot of 410 stuff. Yep. Um, Been racing for a while. I don't know how long, but we'll find all that out when we get to yeah, talking you know, to him. And I think he's been getting better. Yeah, he's been know? improving. So, um yeah, so cool. I guess we'll just find out more, and uh, I'll be honest, I don't, you know, I've watched him race a lot, yep. but it's not a guy that I've talked to a bunch, so this no. will be good for us. So, so, so. we'll so learn what, something, I'm sure, we do every night. So. Absolutely. We would like to welcome our newest sponsor, Tanner Phillip Racing TPR Carts is a family and veteran-owned operation. Their goal is to provide the best pick carts and products at an affordable price for the everyday racer. You can get anything from a crew chief cart, a self-lifting cart, um, basically a tow cart, you name it. They make high quality stuff made in the USA, made right in central PA and I tell you what, I, I've only known Rich now for a little while, but he seems like an absolutely great guy. We love the fact that he's a sponsor, and I hope you guys take a look. Take a look at him on Facebook, Tanner Phillip Racing on Facebook, also tprcarts.com. Give them a look. They make great products. And we're back at Hoagie's Garage. We have uh, Brant O'Banion on. Brant, just tell us a little bit about yourself and your family. Um, well, um, I've been, uh, you know, in racing probably about, know, oh, 16 years now, maybe. Maybe 17, coming on 17. Um, and, uh, you know, just been around it my whole life. Um, my great-grandpa, grandpa, um, my uncle cousin i mean we all race we've all been around racing so just kind of uh always been in the family so it's been a total racing family um 
you know, besides the racing family, my family's just been racing, you know, pretty much since I was born, um, you know, like four years old or whatever. I still got pictures. My mom gives me pictures, you know, from when I was like four years old and I was already in a, you know, jumpsuit race suit, you know, by my dad or whatever. So it started real young, you know? Um, so yeah, it's just, just always been around it and, um, can't see living life without it. So you've been doing it a long time. You have, well, I didn't think you were that old to even be doing it that long. I didn't think you were over 25 years old, but I, uh, I turned 32 next week. Yeah, see, that's what happens when you get old, bud. You can't tell no more. <laughs> um, so what, what have you all raced then? I mean, you obviously you're doing sprint cars now. Did you start out in other things? I'm assuming. Yeah. Uh, about 14 or 15, I'd say 15 for sure. I think 14, I raced it once, but, uh, my dad got me a street stock, um, back home in, uh, Norfolk, Nebraska. And the track was literally my backyard. We literally lived right in front of the track. So I was always going to the races. Um, my uncle raced there, so I'd go help him pit and stuff until I got, you know, old enough to get a car. And, uh, my dad got a car and, uh, at the end of the, uh, age 14 year, I got in it once just at the end of the year, just, uh, you know, kind of try it out, see if it's something we wanted to do, you know, type of deal. And obviously fell in love with it. So 15 started, uh, street stocks, um, and then raced that for a year. And the second year of street stocks at the end of the year, um, for one race, I jumped in my dad's sprint car. And so then when I turned 16, it, uh, it wasn't looking back to street stocks. I went fully sprint cars from there on. <laughs> so, so that's one thing, though, when you live right next door to the track like that, tow money or tow expense ain't a lot for you. Yeah, I, we didn't have a trailer. We just literally drove it uh, across the parking lot. And then I'd walk back, grab my pickup truck with the toolbox in the back, drive that back over to the pit area, and that's how I got to the races. The <laughs> Can't go wrong there. Don't have to worry about flats no. on the trailer or nothing. Nothing. So what what are, you know, some of the places you've raced and which ones have you really enjoyed the most? What tracks? Um, I'd say the top, top two or three for sure would be uh, off-road speedway in Norfolk. Um, that's not the track I grew up racing at. Um, that one closed down. Um, I don't know if you guys know the history on Riviera, but anyways, it closed down and then off-road opened up. But going back home is still, you know, means a lot to me. And that track is just a blast for sprint cars. I mean, it's, it's just so fun. Um, so that's definitely in the top three. Houston's is up in the top three, just up there um, on the wall. I've always been that type of guy of, uh, you know, riding the cushion right, right against the wall. Um, and then as of lately, I would say Watertown has really jumped up the couple times I've went there. That's a fun little track, you know. So yeah. um, those are probably be ahead of the rest, but, 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 not by a lot, you know, I, I got a lot of favorite, a lot of tracks. I do like running still. Um, you know, Aberdeen, I tried that last year. That's a fun track. I can't wait to go back to that. Hopefully they have a race this year. I haven't looked yet, but, uh, you know, just a lot of short track stuff. Um, I have been to Knoxville. It is a fun track. It's just a totally different driving and 
Um, when I have went there, I we just you know we just been out motored so bad, so we haven't went there in years. You know, we just haven't kept up in the motor program to to run at that level. So we just stay short track, and but I think that suits my driving style better. Um, but I'd love to go back to Knoxville at some point. So sure. so getting back to the off what off road, what's that off road? So what's that track like, and why? What happened to the one that was right across the street from you? So the one that was behind my house, that was a family-owned track um, for many, many years. I mean, 50-plus years. Um, so uh, Hazi owned that track, and then he ended up passing away. So then the family took over the track. Well, the family ran it for a few years. And then decided they didn't really want to no more. Um, but unfortunately, with the city coordinates, I think it was close enough to the city. Um, something something like that. I'm not 100% sure. But something was going on there that they could not sell the track as a track. Sure. No, one could take, no one could take it over as a track. It would just be sold for the land. So now it's a big lake because right next to it was a... Um, sand pit so they bought the land it's a big lake part of the big lake now so then as soon as that happened off-road um speedway well they had an off-road um track for uh, motorcycles four-wheelers stuff like that well when they shut down then they built a racetrack next to their off-road uh course and that's why it's off-road speedway okay yeah i suppose that original track by your house was that was grandfathered in you know so as long as the same people owned it they could keep it a racetrack or whatever but yeah. yep yep as long as the family ran it it could stay there but as soon as that uh, yep. was a no-go it yep it got shut down so last year how many how many races did you run last year and give us a little review of your season and, and do you have a plan for this year i mean 40 shows 50 shows or what are you looking at for doing this year um i do not know the number of last year for shows um we ran all the mstf stuff a lot of midwest power series stuff um all the houston shows um i guess i did not calculate how many there was last year but uh you know it was a pretty good year um i'll take it uh we got second in msts points um the year before that to jump back um i won the mstf or i'm sorry I won the Midwest Power Series points championship and then got second in MSTS points the year before. So I've been runner-up twice now in uh, the MSTS points. So it, it's been a good couple of years, but when you're that close but yet so far away, it definitely uh, puts a bug in you. But uh, um, you can't complain about being that competitive and being right there at the end of the year. That's all you can ask for. So um, overall, it was a great year um overall 360 wise was great 410 we uh still learning still trying to uh figure things out um it's a whole different whole different ball game you know on the 410 stuff so we're definitely uh i felt like last year in the 410 i have spinning my wheels and not really getting more speed in the car um for whatever reasons so i mean we've been working real hard this year through the winter i should say and uh trying to figure things out and see if we can get some more speed in the car for this year so so do you run just the 410 at houston's then or where do you all go with the 410 uh 410 houston's 
all the time. Oh, weekly last year. Um, we did venture out into a couple NOSA shows, uh, like the Watertown one, uh, the Aberdeen one. So there's a few NOSA shows we did go to. Um, but other than that, that's pretty much all we hit for 410 stuff. We just, again, we just, we ain't got the motor to time trial, you know, with uh, a lot of the big, big cars, sure, and, yeah. uh, you know, outlaws and stuff like that. We ran the outlaw show um, at Houston just to try to gain more knowledge and, you know, it, it almost threw you for another loop because you got a different tire and, you know, so that changes yeah. the setup and it, and it really honestly almost put me, it almost backset me because everything I was doing all year, just throw it out the window with that tire rule, you know, yeah, so. And start over again and try to figure it out know, from there. Yeah. So that was kind of frustrating, you know, just that section of the season, but you know, it's, you're always learning, so as long as we're learning from what's going on, that's you know go forward from there. Yeah, I mean we had Bill Rose on last last week, and he said, you know what the high dollar groups are doing right now with their race cars is just oh, yeah. absolutely insane. The way they're using the computers and everything else, and you know he's just trying to figure out. You know he kind of watches what they do so that he can try and figure it out. Yeah, yeah, I mean it's it's a, it's amazing because, um, well, actually, we just got back today from dynoing our engines down at Engler. We did, we went down and chassis dynoed Monday and Tuesday of this week, and it, the the level that that's at is just truly amazing. I mean, we went in there not not knowing anything about chassis dyno. I mean, we've had our engines dynoed, but not chassis dynoed. And we go in there, and it's just a whole nother, whole nother thought process that you weren't even aware of. You know, not not never doing it before. Sure. So it was a total eye opener. Um, it's amazing. Tim over there does amazing work. He's such a nice guy. Um, I couldn't even believe that. You know, really, we got in there. Honestly, as a as a nobody to most of them, you know, we're sure. we're not we're not an outlaw team or anything like that. But uh, yeah, you just treat you like anybody else and it was really a truly amazing experience to go over there and uh that's why i'm also super excited about this year coming up because i feel like we've uh done our homework we've done the work to try to up our program so it's it'll be uh pretty interesting to see hopefully uh we got some big gains this year what what kind of motor are you running so the 410 is a. Uh, 285 all pro head i believe engine um we built that engine last year and uh that was supposed to get us to the next step um the engine before that was a bd 2000 headed 410 um that one was just over 820 horse or something like that so we were hoping to get up closer to the 900 you know with this uh, other engine last year and it just never did it you know, it just, it just, uh, was actually almost worse than the other one in the car is what it felt like, you know, but on the numbers wise, it was supposed to be better, but it just didn't race good, you know? Yep. Um, so we took that actually over to Engler and I kid you not, he, he totally flipped that engine. So, and it showed right there on the sheets and I was truly amazed. I'm like, well, he might make it better, you know? And that's cool, you know. Get what we can out of it, and it completely 180. I mean, it's it's a strong motor now. So <laughs> I I couldn't believe it, you know. And we had that engine dynoed, you know. And I won't 
you know, say any bad things about anybody um, as far as their, you know, dinoing experience and stuff like that. But yep. I mean, it, it, we had it dinoed and was, you know, half disappointed with it and kind of like got a gut shot, you know, the money we put into it. And then we're like, well, let's just take it with us because we'll see what he said. You know, he sees them all the time. Sure. And yeah, he flipped at 180. So I was like, wow, that, that, it's crazy. Yeah, he knew some little trick or something. Just you know, the, them guys oh. that do enough of it know the little things that make things better. All kinds of stuff, you know. It, it, from from one degree of timing to you know just a different nozzle size to um, a different air cleaner, different stacks. I mean, yep. it's, you know, we even put uh, like a little two inch restrictor in the back of the header to give it back pressure and it all you know it all matters and then you get a little bit here a little bit there and all of a sudden you got 20 horse you know sure and that makes yep. a big difference <laughs> right all right hey we're gonna take our first break and we'll be right back Fulkins brothers trucking complete livestock hauling a load with us is a load off your mind since 1979 call trim at 800-831- 8553. That's Fulkins Brothers Trucking. Um, call Trim at 800-831-8553. And thank you, fellas, for being part of our show. All right, and we're back. So, Brant, is, is, is this all your own stuff? Or does somebody else own the car? Or are you the owner? How does this all work? Yeah, so uh, the 360 um, for MSTS... Um, that's a Dale Furby's car. I race his car for 360 stuff. Um, last year, we do have a 360 of me and my dad's personal. Um, we did take that to a couple ASCS shows last year in our own car, our own uh, the car we race uh, 410. 410's uh, the family car, just me and my dad. Um, so, anyways, the 360 stuff is mostly Dale Furby stuff. Um, running his car. Um, this year it will be solely Dale's car. Any 360 race will be Dale's car. Um, no matter if I want to go ASCS or whatever, um, it's all going to be Dale's car this year. So I can concentrate more of just one car here and one car there instead of last year. Like I was in my personal car racing the 410 in it at Cusitz. And then I'd pull the engine, put R360 in to go try to race over here. Cause I didn't want to put Dale's car at risk. Um, for the MSTS points and uh, just talking this winter with them and stuff. I think it's going to be easier on the team and everything that, you know, it's just solely 360 his car, solely 410 uh, me and my dad's car, and we'll just run that way and see how it goes. Yeah, perfect. Um, question we like to ask, the, the number on your car, is, the, is there a story behind it or is it just a random number you picked? Okay, um, so I guess... We can go back to high school football or even uh, junior high football. My dad's number was 49. And when we went to pick numbers for football, 49 was taken. So I took the next closest number, which was 47. And then I guess from there on, I just been 47 because that's what everyone knows me as from high school and everything okay. like that. So I just stuck with it. Well, that's that's good to know. Yeah, that's a neat little story. <laughs> oh. So I kind of went back with MSTS and I know you said the last two years you you've gotten second place, but I think I went back to 2018 
and you haven't been out of the top eight the whole time since 2018 to last year. So you have run really good in that series. Um, you, you know, you haven't got the championship yet, but are you going to get that this year? Um, well, you know, you can't guarantee everything, but, uh, we could, uh, really, really hope that we grab one. You know, we've been so close and it even, you know, when you say I've been in the top eight, I think I've, most of the time I've been jumping a position almost every year too. You know, I like get eighth and then I'll get sixth the next year and fourth the next year or third and then second and second. So, I mean, I've been, you know, getting closer and closer and closer as we go, you know, yeah. um, part of, part of that's confidence, um, Part of that is finally learning setup stuff, you know, because it's all been on me, um, just figuring stuff out, figuring literally everything out. You know, I mean, we did have uh, um, John Cressman on for a year, and he did help a lot for shock packages and stuff like that with uh, Dale Furby. Um, that kind of, you know, sprung me up a little bit in the shock knowledge, but uh, otherwise it's all – it's all been what I can research online, ask people, just trial and error. It's all, it's all. Okay, we're back again. We had a little glitch there. Somebody's phone disconnected. So anyways, we were somewhere in trial and error, I believe, before we lost contact, Brent. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's all basically been trial and error um, for setup, you know, whatever I can figure out and and grab knowledge from other people for asking questions. So it's been a lot of learning through those years. And uh, obviously it's been, you know, we've been getting better, so I'm going the right direction. Um, so, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's been right there the whole time with MSTS. We really like running the MSTS and, uh, you know, Dale's series is great. It's local. Um, it's still good competition. You know, you got Dover around all the time, you know, I think he's won the most in the series and Lutz is around. And so it's definitely not a slouch of competition. So if you're, if you're up in the point hunt in the MSTS, I, I feel like you're still at the, you know, top level of competition, you know, anywhere in the country. Yeah. Don't well, know if I want to break it to you, but Dover ain't going to be around as much this year. <laughs> yeah. I, I heard that, but you know, if he's going to be helping, uh, Tim Essenson out. Oh, and, yeah. You know, he, might, he might be around more in 360, so yeah. it, 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 the competition ain't going to go nowhere. Yeah. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah, and, 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 you know, to get yourself the championship, you know, I don't follow every race you run, obviously. I don't keep up with things that close. But consistency is such a thing. You know, look at Brad Sweet last year. What did he win? Six races or something? It wasn't very many that he won with the World Outlaws, but just consistently, you know, he didn't have any DNFs. You know, look at him when he was at Houston's that weekend. I'm sure you're up there watching. He rolled yep. over two nights, but yep. finished every race. Yep. You know, and that's yep. hard to do. Don't get me wrong. That's not a stand. No, that's not a local team can do that. But I mean, consistency and being able to run up front consistently is what's going to get you your championship. Oh yeah, for sure. And and Dale preaches that to me every every week. It don't it don't matter. He's you know, it's bring the car home. Do the best you can, but make sure that car loads up in the trailer yep. and the points will the points will come out at the end of the night. You just yeah. can't DNF for stupid reasons. You can't have, you know, well prevent as best you can breakdowns or, you know, stuff yep. like that, part failures. 
Um, you know, wrecks can happen. That's just part of it. Yeah. But if you can eliminate what you can, that's all you can do. Yeah. It's never a good night when you're getting hauled back to the trailer on a wrecker. Yeah. No, no. And then, and last year was a, I went back home to Norfolk and that was a rough one. We, uh, we got tangled up in a heat race, a hundred percent my fault, but I got tangled up, took out the front wing, top wing and an axle, put it back together, started deep in the feature because of it. And then I got upside down in the feature. So no, that that, that's, a very, a, that's a really bad, very night. bad night. So that oh. was not a good night. No, yeah. Those are the ones you want to forget about after a while. So right, there right. is another series too down in, down with Nebraska. Is it Marvel or something like that? Yeah. Um, I think Marvel Bank has sponsored the old nebraska 360 series so i'm guessing i don't i don't know who's all involved but obviously a lot of the same people are involved sure. on keeping a series alive down there so um it's really cool to see um we're gonna try to venture that way as many as we can um they do start earlier than i think i'm prepared to this year i think we're gonna start uh either the first weekend of May or the second weekend in May, we do have an MSTS race. Um, the second weekend of May, so I will, you know, obviously for sure start that weekend. The weekend before that, uh, we might venture down to some ASCS stuff down in Missouri to kind of get a head start on the year. But uh, um, mid-April, I think, is the first 360 race down in Nebraska, and I just. I just want to be prepared this year, you know, to really hunt for that championship. So if, if we're ready, great, but uh, we ain't going to go until we're ready. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So um, give you a chance to, you know, mention your sponsors, who you all got on the car, because, I mean, that's that's what pays for racing. Yep. Um, well, obviously, I can't thank Dale enough, you know, in his car. Um, he helps us even with our own personal car some, you know, if we need a part here or there, you know, he's right there to help out, you know, so uh, – uh, Dale has always been right there. He's, I appreciate him so much for everything he's done for the last, you know, I, I mean, you said eight years or so, maybe, I, I mean, I don't even know how long it's been since I've been racing for Dale, but it's been quite a long time and a great relationship. So, uh, can't thank him enough. Um, Spielman excavating's on this year, the car, um, um, I got, uh, you know, itsy bitsy acres again, um, Shoot, now I'm on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst, isn't it? Um, yep. So, uh, you know, we got Seafoam still. <clears throat> um, Ekman's always been great to me. Ekman uh, Dental Arts. He's uh, been helping a lot the last three, four years now, and uh, he just keeps helping more and more, so I wouldn't be where I'm at without him. Um yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's more. <laughs> we'll just apologize now for the ones we forgot. That's okay. If you if you think of them anymore, you just throw them out there. But who who also helps you with the car? I mean, I'm sure it sounds like your dad does and stuff, but who helps you? Well, um, honestly, not too many. Um, it is me and my dad. Um, Dale's, you know, he uh, helps at I-90 and stuff like that, so he's never really in the pits. Um, when he does come, he just likes to relax and watch the races. So I don't, I don't, uh, you know, yeah. don't, uh, hurt, you know, whatever. 
for that. Yeah, I, know, I know he just wants to relax once in a while and just enjoy some races. So that's yeah. that's all good. So uh, yeah, it's 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 me and dad for the most part. Um, my girlfriend Bitsy does help. Um, and then this year, um, I did have a guy Jonathan and his girlfriend Peyton. They're uh, really been helping in the shop this year. Um, we're hoping. I'm hoping I can keep them around and keep helping throughout the season. So uh, we will have an extra help this year. Um, And then just randomly throughout the year, you know, my uncle and grandpa will show up. And, of course, they're around helping and stuff like that. So, you know, the family does come to keep watching races, and they're always right there to help any way they can. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. awesome. That's one of the things we always mention that we liked about the racing is the family aspect of it. Yep. Yep, and then I, I mean, I should mention, uh, you know, my cousin Lincoln, he's, we been, he's been starting in the MSTS stuff a little bit, trying to get his feet wet. Uh, obviously, he's always around the shop to help him, but he's, he's got his own car to take care of. So, you know, he's not always helping me, but he's in the shop. So, yep. yep, absolutely. So, all right. Well, we always kind of end this with some rapid fire uh, questions. And then if there's anything else, Brant, that we didn't cover or anything you want to say at the end, we'll give you a chance to do so. But uh, what's what's your favorite flavor of ice cream? Uh, probably vanilla. Are you a cat or dog person? Dog. Um, you have any hobbies outside of racing? Uh, hunting. Oh, boy. Um, deer, pheasant, what do we hunt? Uh, we do some deer, coyote. That's pretty much big game stuff. Okay. Um, you have a favorite movie? Uh, Days of Thunder. Okay. Do you uh, prefer snow or rain? Ooh. Uh, I do like the snow in the winter, but, uh, you know, we've had enough of it this year. <laughs> yeah, you got that right. <laughs> um, if you're strand, if you're going to be stranded on an island, what kind of music would you need to take with you? Country music. Ah, boo. <laughs> Bud. <laughs> um, you have a favorite place to go out to eat at? Um, not really. I guess uh, I don't do a whole lot of eating out anymore, but... Uh, okay. In, in Sioux Falls, I'd say I, I do like to go to Craven once in a while. Yep. What uh, racetrack has the best food? Oh, man. I, I would say probably Knoxville just... Because I usually don't eat on race day, so I'd oh, okay. be somewhere where I'm watching. <laughs> um, how about a favorite holiday? Uh, Christmas. Um, what app on your phone do you use the most? Uh, probably Facebook. We, we ask this to race car drivers because we're just curious. How many speeding tickets do you have? Um, I've had two this year. <laughs> this year as in since January 1st or? Uh, as in a, as in a total year. So okay. Since last okay. Year, January, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You bet. So long as we're in the speed thing, um, what's the fastest you've ever driven on the highway? Um, back in high school, I did 140 in my car, uh, Lexus. I had a Lexus back then. Okay. Yeah. That's fast enough. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite thing to drink? Whether it's alcoholic or Gatorade, we don't care. Um, Mountain Dew's probably up a high on the list. There you go. Nothing wrong with that. I drank plenty <laughs> of that in the day. Yeah. Uh, if money was no object, so you won a big lottery, what what's the first type of vehicle or car that you would go buy? Um, probably a Dodge Viper. I've always wanted one of them. 
I don't know why, but they just they just look really cool. They'll yep. probably get you in trouble too with the speeding tickets. Oh, I, no, no doubt. <laughs> it won't matter. He has millions I'll and millions of dollars. Got lawyers to pay for your speeding tickets. Yep. Oh. Well, Brant, thanks so much for being on. Is there anything that we didn't cover that you would like to mention before we let you go? Um, not really. I mean, it just like again, I'm just really looking forward to this year. Um, I believe we've upped our program another step, so um, I'm really, really excited. I mean, we're always excited as racers to get back going, but when you can see improvements and stuff through the winter, it, it really gets a fire under you. So I'm, I'm, I really got a big fire under me this year to really, to really get after it and work hard. So, uh, pretty excited. We'll see where it takes us. And, uh, you know, I, I can't thank obviously, you know, Dale again and my dad for always, you know, being around it and helping any way he can. And he's been a big part of it too. I probably didn't mention him earlier too much but uh you know he's been helping me you know since i started so i wouldn't be where i'm at without him either being right by my side even if we get at you know at each other sometimes that's just a father-son thing i think (laughs) uh, um you know the family all the time family friends and you know the good lord for giving me the ability and the opportunities that i've had along the way you know i can't ask for anything else in a life so Absolutely. Doing what you're having fun doing. So, but we wish you the best of luck coming up this season, and we'll see you at the track. Thank you. I appreciate it, guys. Have a good night. Yeah, you, you too. We'll see you. Bye bye. Thanks. Like to thank Octane Inc. from T, South Dakota. They pretty much do a little bit of everything. They are known for their wraps. They wrap golf carts, uh, snowmobiles, um, trailers. Sprint cars, hobby stocks, it doesn't matter. Uh, Side-by-sides, they wrap it. Uh, They also do coolers, and they will also do clothing. You can have t-shirts made there. Um, You name it, these guys can do it. I work with Brett uh, Vanderbrink all the time. He is amazing, and I can't thank him enough for how much he helps me. And if I were you guys, I would definitely check out Octane Inc. You can contact them by calling 605-213-8343. It is 800 East Prescott in T, South Dakota. And again, they're just great people to work with. Hey, Tobe, it was good. Yeah, for and he's, I think it was off air, but he's never done one of these things before. Yeah. So, I thought he'd done a great job. I love it when we get guys that haven't done it before because yeah. it's always a chance for us to grow our, <laughs> grow our, grow, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, we never looked at him. He's got to have some fans out there, so. Yeah, absolutely, and, so. So, yeah, but I, I thought he did a great job. Like I said, he'd been improving. We talked about that, and he'd done some different things, getting more yeah. in-depth or whatever you want to say this year again. So, more horsepower. Found yeah. some more horsepower in the so motor. And, he, you know, hopefully he has a good year, you know. I yeah, don't know, I don't hope a bad year on anybody, but yeah. you always got to root for the ones we've had on the show a little more. But now we're getting so many guys on the show, it's getting <laughs> harder for me to know who to root for, bud. But he's a good local guy. Yeah. You know, he's yep. always at Houston's. He's, you know, runs the MSTS. And, um, you know, it's just always fun watching those guys. Oh, yeah. Seeing yep. them improve and everything else. So, uh, really appreciate Brant uh, coming on, and just want to remind people: next week we're taking off. Yep. yep. So I'm going to be. Bud uh, thinks he's got to go visit his daughter or yeah, something. I don't you know. know. <laughs> I'd much, 
I'd much prefer. Well, I shouldn't say that. Don't I be careful I, now. I was hoping we were going to be at state basketball, and we were really close. Yep, you should have uh, been. Yep, we won't get into why, but uh, I, I said that uh, I said to, I said to Ann when we were watching the game, Mia, your daughter. I said, Do you suppose Mia's rooting for him to win or rooting for him to lose? <laughs> you know, I'll have to ask her next time uh, I see her. Yeah. So, but we're gonna have a blast. We're all going down there. The whole family's going down there to see her. So. Um, that's going to be a blast, but when we come back, um, you know, March 15th will be our next podcast. So March 15th, yeah. I believe is a, send me a text and remind me. Buddy. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and it, it's so bad. I can't even remember who we're having on. I should be able to say, but, uh, I have it written down on a calendar and that's the main thing. The calendar's well, not in here. As so, long as you got it somewhere. Yep. So. All right, but thanks again to Brant. He did an awesome job, and we wish him the best this year. And see you all in two weeks.